Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. I am your host, Monique Oway, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. So, Dr. Moan, haven't seen you in a while. Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. We are back together. Yes. Okay, so today's topic is, they do what you allow. Again, that's they do what you allow. So this topic today is about maybe when people, you feel upset about the things people do to you, or you feel like you keep running into the same situation, same circumstance, and you're upset about it. But we want to talk about people not being able to do things that you don't let them do. It's really about going to boil down to you setting some boundaries. You know, Dr. Moen, if I can ask you, what are some things you think we find ourselves doing that we maybe have allowed people to do to us? Well, and when we talk about relationships, we allow people to cheat on us, maybe take advantage of us financially. Yep, those are some things, yeah. <laughs> right? They do, they they take advantage of us or they abuse our time. They feel like we're always supposed to show up for them, but maybe they don't always show up for us or they just don't understand when we say no. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to do that, going through something. So they do things to us that we in, intention, we, we seem to give them permission or we we make it seem like it's okay. You know, like you went to, like you said, Dr. Mo, like cheating on us. Well, why is it not as simple? No one wants to be cheated on. I don't think anybody's saying, hey, cheat on me. Why are they allowed to cheat on us? What are we doing to prevent that, like to let them know, hey, this is not okay? So I think, you know, you can say, you can act mad, you can cry, you can, you know, go to therapy. But oftentimes, if a person knows or has in their mind, well, they're not going anywhere. Well, they're not going to do anything or they don't have any place to go. You know, they look at it like, you know, they're going to allow me to continue doing what I'm going to do and they're going to be here. So when we talk about, you know, allowing someone to do it, I know you can't stop somebody from cheating or, you know, but if you don't step out there and change the behavior, risk it all and leave or whatever, then most likely they're going to continue to do it. That makes sense. So basically, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those where I think it's painful to be cheated on. Right. I think it's, I don't think it's a good feeling, but it's one of those where you might be struggling with, okay, should I give a pass? Should I address it? Is this time okay? But it is setting the boundaries. No, how do I set a boundary so they know it's not okay to cheat? Do I automatically leave the person? How do I let them know what you did to me was not okay? Sometimes it is maybe a consequence, right, Dr. Mo? Maybe after a person cheats, maybe some type of consequence where, I don't know, you don't talk to them for a while, or you say, before we get back into our regular routine, they have to kind of do some things to change, show a change behavior. Would it be that? I think, like I tell my kids, I, you know, do what you say, say what you mean. So if the consequence for cheating or for any behavior that you allow somebody to do, you know, if the consequence is A, then when that person runs through that boundary and, uh, you know, and, and does what you don't want them to do, then you have to do what A is. So if it's, if you cheat again, I'm going to leave, 
then you have to do that. Because then if you don't, then they're going to be like, she's not going, she doesn't mean it. She's just, she's just talking. And that's just an example, because of course, like we said, people take advantage in so many different ways. You know, somebody is taking advantage of you emotionally, draining you every, they call you for every little thing and want you to solve their problems and say, listen, I can't do this anymore. The next time, you know, you, you have a financial problem, I'm going to need you to call your, your husband or call your parents. And they call you anyways. When they call you, you know, after you've told them that they're not going to, then you need to just say, hey, I'm going to need you to go ahead and call your parents. I can't be there for you today. I don't have it in me. You have to do what you say and say what you mean. I think that makes sense. Thank you, Dr. Mom, for that. And that is true. Once a person is doing, continues to do something to you that you have already expressed, that it was a no, at that point, it's possibly a cutoff or possibly a hard no. Like if they call you and you know it's specifically for the money or to maybe emotionally vent to you and you know it's draining, it's don't answer your phone. It's maybe don't respond to the text message or don't come to the rescue with the money because they have consistently or constantly keep asking you for the money, asking you for the money. And you feel like this time I can't be the person to rescue. You can just either say no or again, your actions will show it if you don't give them the money, right? Because it becomes their problem. You have to work on not letting people cross that boundary that you have that's protecting yourself and what you're trying to do. I think this happens a lot to people who are nice people, who are good people, who always want to be helpful, who are always considerate of others' feelings before their own, Dr. Moan. You know, Mm -hmm. people who always think about how the other person feels versus how they feel. I think when you're that type of person, it's fine. It's good that you are that type of person that thinks of others and that's considerate of others, but you can't be, I guess, more considerate of them than you. Is that fair to say, Dr. Moan, or is that selfish? No, that's very. Very fair, but I think it's fair to say that sometimes you have to be selfish. <laughs> sometimes you just have to yeah. be selfish, right? I think, I don't know why it's such a struggle for people. Because, you know, some people are, are, are great with, no, yeah. it's a yeah. no, and that's yeah. it. And other people struggle, well, yeah. maybe I can do it. I guess I can. And I think even with this, have you ever found out, whoever's listening, when you felt there's something you didn't feel like doing, and if, if you did do it, how did it feel for you? If you lent the money, even though you didn't want to lend the money, did it become more of a headache for you? Because you couldn't get your money back. When you went ahead and you listened to somebody's problems one more time, and then that problem just was so draining that it distracted you to such a deal that you didn't complete a task. Maybe you were supposed to complete a work project. If you're in school, maybe you're supposed to complete a paper. And that night you just didn't do it because what that person shared with you was so draining that you're like, you know what, I can't even focus. So think about it. When you've gone outside of that boundary that you didn't want to do, think about how it's felt for you. Think about how you felt. And think about not letting that happen again because you matter. What you feel matters as well. Although you want to be a support for them, you got to also take care of yourself. As far as what are some, are there, are there anything else I know, Dr. Mother, people do that we allow? For example, let's see, how about the job with tasks? They keep piling on the task, giving you the task, giving you the task. Is that us just being a good employee or is that just letting us allow them to dump on us? You know, I think that it's we're allowing them to dump on us. But I think that, you know, if for those people who 
get their gratification for helping others. I think that we get lost in that. And I'm saying we because I've been a victim of that. Where I didn't join this field, Monique, for the money. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) I love helping others. So I've been in positions to where my reward is helping others. And so when we talk about putting other people's feelings ahead of my own. So yeah, I might have a paper due tomorrow, but you call me and it makes me feel good to be able to do what it is you you're asking me to do. And so then I put myself on the back burner yet feel it sucks, but I felt good being able to be there for you. And so a lot of, I think that's a lot of the things when we talk about work, you know, when our boss comes to us and we can actually get it done and we kill ourselves to get it done, we feel good about it. But after the 20th time, you know, we start looking at our supervisor like, well, they just don't understand that I got all this work to do. Well, you make it look easy. Wow. You jump at it and say, sure, no problem. Right. And then we we get upset because we're like, they're not taking me in consideration. No, you're not taking you in consideration. Wow. You're going above and you're beyond in your job. (laughs) I mean, shoot, wouldn't you? I think. Here's what you got to ask yourself. How are you rewarded for going above and beyond? There you go. Is it just, hey, great job? Or are they showing you in your compensation? Are, you, mm-hmm. are they showing you in your bonus if you have a job that gives bonuses? Are they showing you in a promotion? Are they showing you in some way that's meaningful that what you did going above and beyond, you know, yes. was, appreciate, was, was they appreciated it? And I think even though we want to be, like you said, Dr. Moan, helpful and we feel good to help others and that we were able to help them do that task, but at what cost Exactly to us? You know, because when you do all those extra reports, extra reports and extra assignments, it's time consuming because not only do you have to do that, but you also have to do your regular job. Yes. Has to take away from something else. And you have to put in either extra time to get it done, get up earlier to get it done, stay later to get it done. And understand, is that what you signed up for? Going back to relationships, if you're not, even if it wasn't infidelity, let's say you're not being considered of, I wanted to go do this, and you knew we wanted to go do this, we planned this, and then you cancel on me at the last minute yet again. How many times are you going to allow the person to cancel at the last minute before you say, you know what, I'm done? How about a person who doesn't text, who's not consistent, but when they do text, you immediately respond? Again, remember, they don't really text you. When you text them, they take days sometimes to respond. But the moment you get the text from them, you hear you go jumping to respond. Even doing that, you got to cut that out too, because here's what the person knows. They can treat you any which way they want. They know you're going to jump at the hat at the drop of a dime for them, but they know they can just leave you out there waiting, kind of pending. (laughs) Right. Your depending status. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. So we want you to do, realize people do what we allow. We set the boundary for people to know how to treat us. Right. We teach people how to treat us. You don't like something, don't accept it. You don't have to keep explaining why you don't like it. You don't have to keep going over it. Once you've explained to a person, I think one time, I'll maybe give you two. That's it. Other than that, I think I'm good with that, Dr. Mo. I don't know. Are you good? How many times are you giving Dr. Mo? Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. One could have been a mistake. So I'm going to give you another. Another chance. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and this is me talking to myself. I can't say I was always here, but I'm, I'm here now mm-hmm. at that place mm-hmm. now. But anyway, before we go into just ways of 
choosing you first versus letting people just maybe take advantage of you and not appreciate you. We're going to go ahead and make the quick segue here. You know what? You guessed it. The situation. Dr. Mo, what's our situation for today? Okay. So our situation today was taken from social media. So my son, who is 23, took a machete and threatened me and my boyfriend to unalive us today. I called 911 and he was taken away. He refused an evaluation. Now his girlfriend wants to bail him out. I want him to get mandated treatment. I really don't know what to do next. I have a 10 and 9 year old to think about. I know about the system and black men, but it is wrong. Is it wrong to think that my son has a lesson to learn? He has never been to adult jail before. Wow. Thank you for writing that. You know, I think that it's, you know, in this situation, it's not even about, you know, learning his lesson. It's about, like you said, getting the mandated treatment. He needs treatment. There's a reason as to why he wanted to unalive, you know, you and your boyfriend. And I think that it should be taken serious. You know, I'm not saying that his girlfriend doesn't think that it's serious, but I think that at least if he doesn't get a, a mental health evaluation, you know, he would be, do, you know, we would be doing him, you would be doing him a disservice. And you're right. When you talk about a, a nine and 10 year old to think about, you're absolutely right. You do not want to put them in a situation that where you or your boyfriend, you know, the, the people who support that, you know, them financially and emotionally and everything, something happens to you. So if nothing less than a mental health evaluation to get an understanding of what is going on with him is definitely needed. Thank you for writing into the healing podcast and for sharing that. Thank you, Dr. Moan. I think now your son is of age, unfortunately. I know we sometimes should be able to help out our, our kids as much as we can. But the fact that your son took a weapon and threatened you and didn't have regard for you, your boyfriend, and his siblings, right? That's the problem. So if he does not want to try to get help from himself, I think you have to keep some distance. If the girlfriend wants to get involved and bail him out, well, then he can stay with the girlfriend. And if she's not willing to let him stay there, well, then that's your sign because you can't keep coming to the rescue. I think this fits right into, amazingly, they do what you allow because here it is. You're thinking about what do you do with your son? He's shown you. He's Something is going on where he took a knife, a machete, threatened to harm your life and your boyfriend's life. And doesn't want to seek the help as to why. Or to get the help as to what made him so angry or what made him flip out to do that. That is a serious matter. What happens next time when he actually does use a weapon and he hurts somebody in a severe manner. Or does, as you say, quote unquote, unalive you. What happens then? So I think keep some distance with your son. If he wants to get some help, let him get some help. But you have to step away. I hope that's helpful. If you are out there and you want to share your situation, please go ahead and email support at thehealingpodcast.com. Again, that's support at thehealingpodcast.com. Or you can go to thehealingpodcast.com website and hit the contact tab. All right. Quick word from our sponsor, Healing Expressions. Are you someone who has been considering therapy? Perhaps someone else has told you that you need to talk to a therapist. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to discuss some challenges that you've been facing with your significant other. Maybe there's a communication issue, perhaps an incident of infidelity, or maybe you just want to strengthen your relationship because you guys are thinking about taking another step. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression, perhaps grief, life stressors, 
and you just want to share your thoughts with someone, well, consider contacting Healing Expressions. Healing Expressions is a private practice located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You will be given a session at an affordable price with a licensed therapist. If this resonates with you, consider going to HealingExpressionsLLC.com, reading about the practice, and hitting the contact tab to see if you can book a session. All right. Thank you so much. And back to the healing podcast. Okay. Getting back into the topic of they do what you allow. Well, Dr. Mo, we have, we've discussed, there's many reasons people want to do that. People want, you know, want to be helpful, want to be nice, want to be considerate. Maybe if you're giving them a second chance after the first time, but we realize how much of a toll does this take on us when we keep letting people do things to us that's not beneficial? It can take a big toll. And that's when the blame um, starts coming in and, you know, the, the resentment um, and possibly anger comes in. We have to understand that, you know, it's up to us. This is us. This is not them. Very true. And you're right, Dr. Mom, the anger and resentment does creep in because then we feel like, how do they not know mm-hmm. that I'm overwhelmed? How do they not know I'm always there for them? How do they not know that what they did hurt me? Well, you didn't establish the boundary to, to help them know it was not okay. So what I want you to take away from this is realizing that you matter. How do you do this? Start thinking of yourself first. Start evaluating, is there a good balance with your friendships or work relationships or in your personal relationships with your significant other? Is there a good balance? Do they look out for you as much as you look out for them? Do they do things you like as much as you do things they like? Is there a good balance? Are they there for you in tough times just like you're there for them? Evaluate, I would say, Dr. Mo, right? So look at the temperature. Take a temperature. Do an evaluation. Realize you matter. Remember, what you desire matters. Just like you know what you want to eat and you have a craving, you're like, I'm going to go get that thing and you go do it to satisfy that craving. That is the same way you have to do with relationships. Realize what you want matters. Dr. Mo, anything else a person can do to start creating that boundary with people or in different circumstances? No, I think we covered it. Okay. Well, we thank you for your support and for tuning into the Healing Podcast. We appreciate you. Please let your friends, your family, your coworkers know about the Healing Podcast. And I will leave you with this. I give myself permission to set limits and not regret it. I give myself permission to set limits and not regret it. I thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.